Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Mild at Heart, our series here at Straight White American Jesus about masculinity, love, and sex after purity culture. My name is Brad Onishi. On our last installment, uh, I talked about my experience uh, leaving uh, the church and leaving Christianity and, and how that had a profound effect on my ability uh, to form romantic relationships and, and physical and intimate relationships uh, afterward. I want to expound on that a little bit. So last time I talked about um, you know this kind of very uh, brief, but uh, in my mind, kind of meaningful relationship with somebody I call Kelly and uh, realizing that Kelly was not a Christian first time I'd ever sort of gone on a date or, or had a conversation with anyone who was not a Christian. And that over the course of, you know, meeting up with her, going on, um, you know, walks and, and meeting for coffee dates and stuff like this, that I started to question what I had to offer because I was not a, we were not in a Christian context. So she didn't think of me as this Christian man who had Christian virtues. And yet on the other hand, uh, in my head, I had nothing to offer her from a, a non-Christian or a secular perspective because I had been taught that to be a man in the world meant to have money and power and status and big muscles and, and rock star looks and all that kind of stuff. So I, I felt stuck between two models of, of masculinity that didn't work for me and uh, that made me feel as if I really was uh, quite worthless and, and quite, um, uh, you know, just in a bad place in terms of my ability to form relationships and, uh, and to meet new people. Uh, this brings me to, uh, some, some, some writing by Michael S. Kimmel, who is a historian and somebody who's just written a lot about masculinity in the United States. But there's a couple of passages that I think can kind of help us understand some of what I talked about last time in a more theoretical perspective. Uh, here's what uh, Kimmel says. We are under the constant careful scrutiny of other men. Other men watch us, rank us, grant our acceptance into the realm of manhood. Manhood is demonstrated for other men's approval. It is other men who evaluate the performance. You know, I think we we hear that kind of uh, idea a lot of times when it comes to uh, femininity and womanhood. We hear the idea that women police each other, and women often are the ones who are determining who is uh, embodying the right kinds of virtues and the right kinds of characteristics. But I think we need to talk about that uh, more in depth when it comes to masculinity and manhood. So here's what hits me when I when I hear that. We are under the constant careful scrutiny of other men. So when I go back to being an evangelical and when I go back to being in purity culture uh, and so on, here's what I think of, okay? I think of a couple things. One, I think of a, a weird dichotomy between God the Father and Jesus. So hang with me for a second. I think for me, Jesus always represented something different. Jesus was uh, wise and patient, resistant to anger and to uh, volatility. Jesus uh, yielded strength and influence through his words, uh, through his actions in service of others. To me, that was different than what I often learned about God the Father, okay? And oftentimes, the virtues of God the Father— were prioritized over the virtues of Jesus. What do I mean by that? Well, uh, when I think about some of the lessons I learned about being a man, 
uh, in Sunday school and other places, it was the the God of Joshua who waged war on uh, an entire people group in order to give the Israelites the land of Canaan. Um, it was uh, God the Father who, in the book of Ezekiel, uh, you know, is and also in the book of Hosea, uh, is willing to call Israel uh, uh, an adulteress and a whore because she has worshipped other gods, and as a result, exposes her, abuses her in public, and humiliates her. Uh, when I think of, you know, the prize sort of uh, characteristics, it comes from this aggressive, warring uh, 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 vision of God as ultimate masculinity. And I've written about this. I think, you know, some of you might have seen my writing about this at The Revealer and other places. But God the Father seemed to be this ultimate masculinity uh, that was always watching over us and that we had to embody. And then and purity culture teaches you that as a man, you're the leader, you're the authority. And in many ways, you're the representative of God on earth. You're the voice of God to your family. And so you think, okay, what does it mean to be a man? It means to be something like that warring, aggressive, um, you know, at times violent, at times uh, volatile, uh, certainly angry, certainly uh, uh, so, uh, a person or a character with no control over their emotions who exercises authority in that vein. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 